0: I ain't the kind of wear it tight But i to 95. I tried that life but said goodbye
1: I'm not always polite but I get the job done Who says this work can never be fun I'm simply unprofessional Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby Drunk tonight, We got Rob.
0: Hey guys, I'm Rob.
1: Rob, it's just me and you this week. It is. Only
0: mainly because
1: Devin has not watched the entire show of what we're gonna be talking
0: about today. Yes, it's usually the other way around.
1: Yeah, no joke. Uh so, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We're going to be talking about the... God, what station was it? Oh, I don't know. Hold on. Hulu. (laughs) That's where I watched it. NBC. It aired on NBC. Uh, We're going to be talking about NBC's Blind Spot, which, if you haven't watched it, you should. It's on Hulu. Um, And you can watch all of the seasons on Hulu now because the series is completed Uh, if you also if you have not watched blind spot yet and you don't want spoilers for it stop listening to this episode go watch the show come back and listen to this episode Uh, because there are going to be lots of spoilers Um, with that being said Rob first impressions of the show like, I'm talking, like, the first handful of episodes. Um,
0: I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. For some reason, when I watched the first two episodes, because you, well, or maybe it was just the first one, you asked me to watch. I was watching something else at the time, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. But it didn't immediately suck me in, where I was like, I have to watch this and nothing else. But when I went back, after, like, two or three episodes, when I went back, I was like, yes, I have to watch this and nothing else. So... <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, it was really interesting from the start, but it took a couple episodes where I was like, yes, I'm invested in this. I need to see what happens.
1: And see, with me, I started watching Blind Spot because of one of the actresses, uh, who Ashley Johnson. She plays Patterson um, in the show, and she's part of the Critical Role cast, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, and so I started and and like they had mentioned and, and they dropped little blind spot jokes here and there all throughout Critical Role, um, mainly during the first arc or the first season of it, because every time she was off in New York filming, she wasn't able to be on the show on Critical Role you know, that week. So, that we, you know, you'd go weeks and weeks without her being there, and then she'd pop back in for a couple of weeks, and then she'd go and whatnot. Um, but then as I, like, as soon as I watched the first episode, I got sucked right in. The main character, the girl who plays Jane, now I should probably pull up the thing so I can say their actual names. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Jamie Alexander, who plays Jane Doe, or Remy, um, or Alice, it all depends on where you are in the show, um, she also played in the first Thor movie, she, I believe she was Freya, uh, in the first Thor movie, um... So that was that was cool. Like I, I like I I'm a huge comic book nerd, so it was it was cool to see a, another familiar face in a show. And then just the concept of it, like because the show opens up with her in Times Square in a duffel bag, naked, with mm-hmm. amnesia, covered in tattoos. <laughs> and she like, they clear out Times Square, she comes out of the bag, and then the New York branch of the FBI brings her in because she has a big tattoo on her back saying, Kurt Weller, FBI, which is the, one of the head of the FBI's special task forces or something like that um, at the New York office. And Kurt doesn't know her from the beginning. He doesn't know who this woman is. No. Um and Kurt Weller's played by Sullivan Stapleton. Um, and then it the, like, the whole premise is, like, as they're trying to help this Jane Doe, which is why they call her Jane Doe, because she doesn't know who she is, as they're trying to help her, they're trying to figure out what happened to her, and then they scan her body for these tattoos, and then they start realizing that these tattoos are puzzles. And then the mm-hmm. interesting part that got me was the fact that, and I still don't know how to explain this, but these are tattoos that are puzzles that when you crack them, they help stop crimes. Yeah, like they are, they They're are nudges more... in the, in a direction to point out like um, corruption, corruption was- and and. Like all sorts of bad people, like they point them in the direction of very bad people.
0: Yeah, it was all mostly to like the premise of them was to expose corruption in the government or yeah. like bad actors in that are in power, like yeah. to expose the corruption of people in power, basically.
1: Now, what I didn't understand is there were some of those that were like time sensitive, like. Oh, you need to get to this because they're going to set off a bomb. It's like how would they have known when they tattooed her that that very day is when they will set off that bomb? Like they might have had intel that that's what they were working towards, but I don't understand how they knew like I don't You're like not- a lot of the tattoos they just seemed to be really like f- at the finish line you know last second saves i guess
0: it, yeah and then well like in the second one they strove to show that more like the why
1: yeah cuz
0: yeah, for their seasons well, you know spoilers blah 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 cuz they had roman like specifically saying hey this tattoo needs to be done now before this happens
1: right like, and they even had but, oscar they had oscar do that in season 1 they said hey i have a time
0: sensitive yeah but it was only one. it was only like halfway through that's why i think people were like how are these, like, is this some kind of, like, seeing the future kind of thing? Right. And, but, so they kind of threw that in to be like, no, they don't, this is just how they know. This. So if you hadn't cracked it in time, they would have sent you a clue or something, blah, blah, Right.
1: Um, so, uh, essentially, this, this, is this, then after this, this kind of becomes, a. Uh like, a weekly crime series where it's, like, each week is a new case that they solve, and this, that, and the other thing. Um, you're, the ma- They end up giving Jane essentially, like, a consulting job with the FBI, with the with the special task force, because she mm-hmm. she's covered in these tattoos, and they want to help her. So they put her in protective custody, they give her kind of a consulting thing, and then eventually, like, they let her on, like, the... They they let her out in the field with them to try to remember, to try to jog her brain in certain things. Mm -hmm. That's when you find out she knows, like, kung fu and speaks Mandarin and shit. Uh, But she doesn't realize that she knows how to do that. And then, I guess, eventually, I don't... Now, you've watched it more recently than me. Maybe I missed this. She eventually just becomes a full-fledged FBI agent. Did she actually take the test or whatever is involved? Or did they just say, oh, well, you seem to handle yourself pretty well. Here's a
0: gun and a badge. Um, I still think technically she was a consultant. But they let her carry the gun around. <laughs> I don't think she was an actual agent. Because I don't think they ever were like, oh, special agent Doe or whatever. Or, were, or did they? I, I thought they by the end
1: they did. Because I know by the end, she was given, like, twice during the series, she was given a note. She was like, hey, no one's forcing you to do this. No one's forcing you to be here. You know, we got this under control. If you don't want to be here, you know, you can go off and, you know, live a normal-ass life. But she kept just staying with the group, you know, because mm. she trusted. The, these were the really the only friends she had that she knew of. Um, speaking of group, again... It's headed by Kurt Weller, played by Su- Sullivan Stapleton. Then there's Jane, Jamie Alexander. Then there's Edgar Reed, played by Rob Brown. Then there's Natasha, or just Tasha Zapata, played by Audrey S. Esparza. Uh, then there's Patterson, Patterson, played by Ashley Johnson. Um early in the season, there's uh, Robert Borden, who is like the uh... uh no, like a psychiatrist, I guess, or a therapist. He's one or the other. I don't remember. Um... I guess he's a psychiatrist. Uh, he's played by U- 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 Uqueli Roach. I'm probably gonna butcher these names.
0: <laughs> um... You already are, I'm sure.
1: And then the assistant, in, at least in season one... <laughs> The assistant director in charge of the FBI's New York field office was Bethany Mayfair, played by Marianne Jean-Baptiste.
0: And then the full-on director
1: guy. Yeah. Uh, And then, like, other recurring characters, like, well, we already mentioned to kind of Roman. uh, Roman Briggs is Jane Doe's brother, like, natural brother. Um, we find out that these are not their names, obviously. So, like like I said at the beginning, Jane Doe is actually Remy Briggs, but that's also her adoptive name. Same with Roman. Uh, and her real name is Alice... Uh,
0: Kruger. Kruger. And his real name is Kruger.
1: What was his first name?
0: Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, Ian. Oh, Ian. That's right. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Ian. Um. So Roman is played by Luke Mitchell. Um. Shepard, who is their adoptive mother, who is like the antagonist of the series for quite a while, uh, is played by Michelle Hurd. Uh. One of my favorite characters is Rich. dot com, whose real name is Gord Enver. Uh, he's played by Ennis Esmer. <laughs> Jesus, uh, and I'm not even going to try that one. But that's Madeline Burke. You don't find her until like season five or four. What about Boston? Uh, Boston reoccurring character? That'd be reoccurring characters. I uh, thought that's what you were. Well those well the ones that I just enlisted or tech are technically the main cast mm-hmm. because Rich.com becomes part of the team.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Oh, let's see. Where is Boston? I don't see Boston. Oscar Allison and Knight. Boston Arless Crab is played by Josh Dean. Uh, he's brought in, he's, he's a love interest slash friend of rich.com's, uh, also a partner in crime. Um, he is an art restorer and expert forger. And when we first see him, so they're on a case that they have to break in and steal some paintings that are like infamous and rich and Boston devise a plan where like they come in, he comes in and verifies them or he has to like fix one of them. And
0: it got shot. Yeah. <laughs> and he was supposed to be scanning the paints to, to match it correctly. Yeah. And then the scanning machine was actually stealing the real paintings and printing out fake ones. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, uh, And then by the end of the episode, they're on a rooftop and Boston has the paintings because he scanned them and then, you know, uh, got out of the FBI with the real ones. And then Rich is on like some rooftop watching Jane fight some dude. And then Jane goes to approach Rich and just Rich is in like a tuxedo. He just like dives off the, off the, uh, skyscraper after like some emotional speech that sounded like it was from another movie and then he like parachutes down and lands right at where Boston's parked and then they drive off that's their biggest thing is like so these two are thieves or criminals and they're constantly getting in, in, in trouble but then like they're really good at getting
0: out of trouble mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I, I like because that first episode well it wasn't the first episode with Rage because the first one is the one where they find him in arrest him. That was the second episode with him in it, and I like how when they're talking about whatever, and they're like Mayfair's like, no, it's this is all my fault. I was the one that brought in Boston, and they're like, were you though? And then they like show back where Rich is just making like weird noises when she's like, we can't find an art restorer that could do this that short amount of time, and he's like, huh. Ah. and then she's like, what? Do you know someone? You <laughs> do, blah, blah blah. Who is it? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I got to say Rich is probably one of my favorite characters. It's probably tied between Rich and Patterson are my two favorite. Like I love them as a duo especially when they're working together later on. Yeah.
0: Uh um, I, I would say name, Rich Patterson and uh Roman are my three favorites. Yeah. I Roman I, I really
1: enjoyed Roman's character. <laughs> I I would have really loved like I I I like the arc that it went. But I would have really loved to see Roman's character
0: turn good. I mean, I still argue that in the third season, still exposing all the corruption. The only time he he turned was when he was like, oh, I'm choosing love over. Mostly because Jane said she would never be a family with him. And he's like, well, then I'm going to create my own family. And then he turns back around and does the right thing and ends up dying.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I I agree. His whole thing, and, and he was going after someone who was very corrupt and seemingly untouchable. And, like, that was his master plan was to take that guy down because he was the one who owned the, like, the foster home slash camp that him and Jane grew up in. Yeah. And were trained to essentially be killers and shit. Um. So, like, he had his own agenda, which technically was a good one. Um yeah. I just I really that... wish that his relationship with Jane, like he, like they could have mended it. I would I would have really preferred that.
0: Yeah. Same. So. The only thing that he did that I did not agree with is he killed that guy to steal his identity. Oh, no, I, hey, you
1: gotta do what you gotta do, and that guy had a lot of <laughs> money.
0: Yeah, but he was the nice guy. Yeah,
1: nice guys finish last.
0: Well, they're here to hear, folks. True, nice guys finish last. Be a dick.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's every. If I went back and looked back at my life, that's what my life has taught me so far. (laughs) Seems like the assholes always seem to get ahead. At least they get to skate ahead a little bit faster uh, and with less effort. I'll say that.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, so there are five seasons of this. Um, man, we're not going to go through all of them, but let's see. First season, the antagonist was Shepard and Sandstorm. We find out Mm -hmm. that Jane was part of a quote-unquote terrorist organization.
0: Season two is also Shepard. Okay.
1: Okay. So seasons one and two is Shepherd, um, but we find out Jane's part of an uh, uh, of a terrorist organization that they dubbed Sandstorm, um, or that the NSA dubbed Sandstorm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that it was her, it was actually her idea. So she, there's there's yeah. a drug called I mean, Zip.
0: I would argue that the season one villain was actually. Uh... The Bor- uh, uh, what's it? Borden, yeah. yeah.
1: No, not Borden.
0: Borden's Borden's the one that becomes a good guy, right? It' the, his boss. Borden's boss.
1: Well, Borden's boss was,
0: is, is
1: is Shepherd. Borden's the psychiatrist.
0: Uh, oh no, not Borden. Um, the CIA guy, the one that didn't want oh. them to find out about Sun, whatever Sunset or where the hell it was called.
1: Yeah. Um shit. Uh Tom Carter? Maybe. The, he was the CIA director guy who died.
0: Yeah, the one that Oscar killed.
1: Yeah. Operation Daylight.
0: Operation Daylight, yeah. I that's what I would I would argue that him in Operation Daylight trying to cover up Operation Daylight was the, really the season one well, finale because he <sighs> dies and then Oscar shows up and that's how season two starts. And then it's more yeah. Okay. Focusing on Sandstorm and Shepard in season two.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. I. All right. I'll give you that. I also didn't like. Okay. Let me ask you this. Okay. We're gonna get off the off the rails here for a moment. Because uh, again, w- like we'll give you kind of a brief rundown of the uh, of the seasons here, like whatnot. But what when you first got introduced to Weiss, <laughs> what did you think of him?
0: Which one's Weiss? Is that the uh, that's the uh, the lower director of the CIA? No,
1: Weiss was the fucking. At first, he was like a lawyer, and he came in and he was investigating the team constantly. And oh, he... White, White is I it... Were... Uh, is it's it Whites? Yeah. Whites? Oh, I always call. Yeah. It... I thought I thought it was just Weiss.
0: No, it's Whites. Okay. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. guy. Okay.
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah Matthew. I Weitz. Mean... Yeah, W e i t z.
0: I hated him and then, but the last season he was pretty like funny and stuff and he died for them in the end. So. No,
1: see, it was a roller coaster for me. So I I hated him, mm-hmm. and then I continued to hate him. Then I continued to hate him. <laughs> and then that was pretty much the up 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 of the roller coaster. And then I continued to hate him. <laughs> and then at the last season I liked him. I hated him. I liked him. I hated him. I liked him (laughs) and hated him at the same time. And then I liked to hate him. And then I ended up liking him when he died. Yeah. Because I was like, this guy's a dick. Like, he's constantly, like, just looking out for himself, running out. And then, like, when he was working with Reed, I was like, oh, he's gonna fuck over Reed somehow. And then, Mm. like, he fired Reed in front of that CIA guy, the CIA girl.
0: Yeah. And I was like, oh, what a Dick, you fucking asshole! Then he Especially shows up at he the apartment. Gave that, yeah, he gave that speech about how they all had to work together and they, they were out, a team and blah, blah blah. The they like, you're
1: fired. Yeah, and then he shows up at the apartment. He's like, oh, I had to fire you on paper. Blah blah blah. It's just logistics. Blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, how are you gonna fuck over somebody now? Oh my god, I hated that guy so much. I hated him more than I liked him. So I feel like I just don't like him as a character. Like. His sacrifice at the end kind of redeemed him, but kind of didn't. Mm. Um, now,
0: but the whole the whole time, what was her name? Amara, was it Amara?
1: Oh yeah, the girl. Um, shit, I don't remember. Uh,
0: but because the last season, him and her were mostly working together. Like all, almost all their interactions are hilarious. <laughs> Like, I laughed every time, which is just, like, God, you fucking suck. And he's just like, wait, but what? Wait, no. Um... I don't...
1: Yeah, I can't find her. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The one that Patterson reached out to with, like, the cup of coffee and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Now, were there any other characters that you can think of that were like whites to you? Like, where it was kind of like a, God, you fucking hate them, then you, all right, they're not so bad, then, no, fuck this person.
0: Yeah, I can't remember his name, but the CIA guy that I thought you were talking about at first. The one who works with uh, Zapata a lot.
1: Oh, Keaton, yeah. Keaton, yeah. Jake, Jake
0: Keaton. <laughs> yeah, Keaton I, like I, I
1: started off hating him, and then it didn't take me very long, and I was just like... I I seemed to just not like like the snake in the hole, like snake in the grass type people. <laughs> yeah. And Keaton very much was one of those. And then I was just like... And then he was on the level, and I was like, okay, this is he's a cool character. I like him. I like the theory behind him and the thought behind the character. <laughs> And then at the end, in like season 5, when he turned on Zapata, I was like, you fucking cunt! I hate you! Mm. I hate everything about you now! Because <laughs> he couldn't... he They could have just easily just taken out the two bodyguards when they busted yeah. in, and then just taken in the fucking... Whatever her name is.
0: Yeah, that, I, the whole time I'm thinking of that, I'm like... Freaking Whites could have just pulled out his gun and shot her at any time. It's like, yeah, then you'd have to cover up a murder, but still, the whole he, thing would be the done. The thing with. is,
1: he was already covering up a murder. Yeah. Because he bombed that fucking, just a regular civilian to cover yeah. something up. Uh, yeah, dude, 100%, so they, could, they could have just walked in fucking after, after, been done with the whole thing. But, like, no, their theory is, oh... If we just, it's like the whole Hydra theory. If we get rid of her, someone else worse is just gonna step in. It's like then just deal with them. Just you know. But this this woman is literally making everybody's lives a living hell. (laughs)
0: Um, And then uh, who else? Oh, Nas. I hated Nas at first, especially since she was spying in like their their private meetings with the doctor. Yeah. (laughs) And then did she ever say
1: why she was doing that?
0: She or was, was that just was to saying, make
1: us think that she was had an ulterior motive?
0: It was that, but she had said to uh, God, what the hell's his name? The main guy. Why can't I? She Yeah, Kurt. She said to Kurt that it was that she had to keep an eye on uh, Jane, that she only listened to Jane's recordings because she needed to make sure that she was staying, like not slipping back into working gotcha. with her.
1: But, yeah. Uh, Here's a twist, folks. Uh, The fact that Jane, who was a former terrorist, forgot she was a terrorist, worked with the FBI, got the bug of helping people, became a good guy, and then fell in love with Kurt.
0: Yeah. And then the zip made her lose her memories, and she only remembered being Remy. And she tried to fuck them all over. Yeah, like it was a big roller coaster with all of that too.
1: Oh man, that I did not think that zip thing was going to have the effect that it did later in the seasons.
0: <laughs> I was just
1: like, oh, cool amnesia. They're just pumping them full, pumping themselves full of these drugs. I did not even consider the fact that these drugs probably are taking a massive toll on their bodies. Yeah. Um. Then we find out that that's pretty much what Roman was dying of too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, now he was only dying of it because Jane zipped him, correct?
0: Yeah. The, that's what I don't understand is like why he, he seemed to have so much worse symptoms when she's been ha- she was zipped like several years ago, but his symptoms were worse than hers, even though it would only been like a couple months. So hey, that's hey, one of the things I was like, I don't. Body, to body
1: chemistry, man. Things affect people in different ways.
0: I guess, but they're siblings. It shouldn't be.
1: Uh um, maybe she pumped him with a higher dose.
0: Maybe.
1: Figuring, oh, he's a bigger guy, it's going to take more to do this even though it's you're affecting a brain, you're not affecting muscles. But um but
0: then again, his memory also came back faster than hers did.
1: That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like that whole thing kind of Yeah, now that you're saying it, Kind of, kind of strange, kind of thrown up there now. Um, what was I going to say? I I forgot. Oh, uh, I thought at first I was like, oh man, he's, he's on top of the game. He already knows about this zip poisoning stuff because I figured, okay, so he's showing these symptoms. He, he knows he's poisoned and he already has all this research. On finding a cure for it, he moves fast. And then I, then it dawned on me, and then they said it in the show that it's he had all the research for the for the cure for it because when Remy zipped herself, he knew that he was going to need a cure for her. So yeah, man, the thing is, is he was so close. I don't know.
0: Yes, that's, he was working with the mom from Home Improvement. Well, she had actually gotten the cure. She had finished.
1: That. Yeah, she had finished the and cure. She, she was, was just waiting for it.
0: more for for her. Yeah, for yeah. Remy because she only had enough for one dose or whatever.
1: Yep. <laughs> I loved the so adventure. I hell. loved the adventure that Rich and Patterson went on in like wherever the fuck they went, in New Zealand or something. Oh yeah, shit.
0: to find the book of
1: uh, yeah magic the, or whatever. The book of the secrets, book of cures. The yeah, secrets,
0: yeah, that's what it was. <sighs>
1: Oh, man. That was like one of my favorite episodes.
0: That was like an Indiana Jones movie. I know. I <laughs> loved it.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Man, it's a good show. I really enjoyed the show. So now let's talk about the ending real quick.
0: Wait, we forgot to talk about Patterson's dad being Bill Nye the science oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Reveal.
1: Best fucking cameo ever Patterson's dad, Bill Nye the science guy.
0: And he, yeah. And it's not just. Bill Nye pretending to be her dad like her dad is Bill yeah, Nye yeah like he, he plays himself in the show
1: <laughs> yeah um let me see uh hold on da da, da. cause I want to give you a little pop quiz on something real quick Blah blah blah. No, I don't I don't care about any of this. Uh here we go. Okay, pop quiz now. Okay. Because I think they only referenced it once in the entire show. Okay. Do you know Patterson's first name?
0: Uh, y- y- crap. Uh, yeah, it's it's Bill. William. William, yep yeah I was like I have to think I know it's a guy's name yeah she, but she then I remembered she, why
1: she took her they gave her her mom's last
0: name and her dads first and her name. dad's first name uh, yeah I like because like the, they joke about it through the whole thing because they're like oh blah 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 what's the people are trying to figure it out and then when she makes the fake IDs they're like you used your real first name snatches back never mind what I used
1: yeah now I will say okay it's in my opinion uh I think given given their job description and their job specialties okay so like their 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 skill sets I'll say mm-hmm. I think Patterson had it probably one of the worst throughout the entire series
0: the worst what?
1: Like just she had it the roughest as oh, f- as yeah, far yeah. as her skill sets and like the situations that she was found in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like like her first boyfriend dies and then her second boyfriend becomes a psychopath psychiatrist.
0: Uh <laughs> um, I mean he always was. He was just hiding it.
1: Yeah, but then he ends up redeeming himself, kind of. Um mm. I mean, he helps Jane. He he. By the time we see him again, he literally tells Jane, "My job has always been and always will be to make sure of your safety." You know, essentially to help her. Yeah. You know. Well, um, I mean, he's in chains he, he,
0: the time, so it's he, not like he had a choice.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he also I I I feel like he actually did care about Patterson. Um, mm-hmm. but. Uh yeah, so first boyfriend dead, second boyfriend presumed dead for a while, found out not dead. Uh and that was a whole big thing. S- next she she gets captured by that fucking the guy in like the antiques place and then brought up oh, yeah, to yeah. the cabin and like runs out in the fucking wintry forest barefoot. It's like, God, Patterson, just stay in the office. Like, <laughs> you should not be in the field. But, like, she is trained for field duty, but I don't know. I just always felt so bad for her.
0: Yeah, and then she's out with that guy. And it's a, a terrible date, and then there's a bob or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure.
1: Oh, man. Uh Okay. So,
0: now and we're then gonna- she's- and then she's the one that gets framed for whatever. When Rich has to help her escape from the building, I don't remember what I don't remember what that one was, but it was just Patterson. So I remember they let her like, "Where is she?" Oh like, yeah, and then life. she she
1: got Rich's disguise as the old man janitor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that like whenever it was, like, it came time to like get out of anywhere or get to anywhere in the FBI field office, Rich knew how to do it, and they all just like look at him like a. What? It, but then they don't question it,
0: because
1: <laughs> like he's he's like he's in one cell, and then all of a sudden he's coming out through a vent, and he's somewhere else. He's like, what?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. All right. So the end. Let's talk about let's talk about the series finale here. Me and you talked about it a little bit yesterday. So it ends. She Jane has zip poisoning again. And it's not cured fully. And her symptoms are getting worse. And she knows she's dying. And she they end up like stopping a bomb in Times Square again. In a trash can. that was going to be like an aerosolized zip bomb to try yeah. to like pretty much wipe the memories of everyone in New York.
0: Yeah. And that's the uh... Because of the zip poisoning you get hallucinations. So everybody she's ever met that ever helped her is like showing her the way to the bomb.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um her and Kurt do something that they do numerous times throughout the series. They defuse the bomb together at the same time. Uh then they go to show essentially her. I I don't I think there's a monologue maybe, but it, it essentially shows her and Kurt in in like a house in Colorado, right? Because that's what they always talked about.
0: Well, no, the next scene is them being fired from the FBI or well, whatever, and gathering. Be, yeah, boxes. being let go. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then they leave the FBI because they uh, they were told that they could stay on just to complete this one last thing, see the one last thing through. Um, so they leave, and then it shows everybody at like either a Christmas or a Thanksgiving feast or something. Uh, people are dressed up and they're all at Kurt and Jane's house. We find out that they adopted a bunch of kids,
0: too. Yeah. And the, Jane's other daughter and Weller's other daughter are both there, which we didn't go into at all, but they both have children with other people. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, Kurt or, or Patterson's there, Rich is there, Boston's there. Um, Tasha's there.
0: Ally, Allison. Yeah, uh, they're the, pretty the much daughter. everybody but Reed, because <laughs> Reed yeah. died. We didn't say that either, but Reed dies yeah. in season the last season. Um, actually, before the last season, he dies like season. Five. I I will say this though, they
1: fucking presumably killed off Patterson, and I was yeah. I was heartbroken.
0: <laughs> I was I was so disinterested in the next episode until. Until she appeared, I was like, oh yeah. my God. And then she came I back. I watch this again. I was like, I don't know that I'm going to bother finishing this. <laughs>
1: uh, it was bad. Anyway, it, it shows all them feasting and whatnot. And then it just kind of zooms in on Jane and she's just kind of like zoning out, but like, you know, surrounded by all of her loved ones. And then it shows her.
0: Yeah. Kurt says something about. We did it again or whatever, isn't it amazing? Blah blah blah. That all these people are here because like nothing like one wrong thing and they all could have come crashing down. Yeah. Something like that. So then she starts thinking. So then it like zooms back to that part where they don't dis uh disarmed the bomb in Times Square.
1: Yeah. And then she essentially collapses after that. Uh and I be- if I remember correctly, like Tasha and somebody else like they're holding Kurt back or whatever while like paramedics arrive or some shit, but then they uh, essentially they show someone zipping up a body bag that had Jane in it, and it's in Times Square, and there's no one around which. It's just kind of like the opening, where she's in the bag in Times Square with no one around, and she comes out. This is her going into a body bag, essentially. This is the life and death of Jane Doe, I feel. Um, Now you feel like this is up to interpretation.
0: Yes, because after they zip up the bag, it goes back to Jane again at the party. So I think you're left to decide which ending is the true ending because there are things that seem like both could be the true ending because when in this last episode when she's running through the church to try to find the Ivy the bad lady, she uh, sees a bunch of people getting married and there and uh, the doctor is there the one we were talking about who's supposed to be helping her he appears and he says like this is your mind giving you happy endings because you're dying. So, this the, the dinner could have been one last happy ending, her brain was giving her as she died, which is what you're supposed to think. And then putting... He said, Webby said the bag was like... Matilda! The bag was like the artistic ending because she came out of the bag in the beginning, at the end she goes into the bag. But, in that ending, they just leave the bag in the middle of the street with no one around it at all. So, it's like, why would anyone do that? That's the so art could,
1: part of it. You're not supposed to think about that.
0: The, Okay, but it still happens. So you could say that that's not the real ending, that that's just what she was thinking could have happened. Uh, so it's either I think it's open to interpretation which ending is real. And then, like I said, because after they show that, they go back to the dinner party. And she's kind of just like, she kind of like comes out of, like snaps out of it and just smiles again. So I don't know. I'm I think you can pick which ending you want, really. That's what they were giving you. Is it the artistic ending where she goes back in the bag? You know what? I'm gonna write the, the
1: writers of Blind Spot. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a finalized answer, and I hope you're right because I'd like to I'd like to think that the real ending is her surrounded by all of her loved ones, living in a house in Colorado somewhere. <laughs> um, I I don't know. Like I like I told you before, I didn't like think me thinking that the body bag ending is the ending. I didn't like it because I didn't want Jane to die, but I liked it from an artistic standpoint. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's up for interpretation or if it's up for, uh, or, or yeah, interpretation is the right word. Then, I mean, I guess I would choose to believe that the, the party one is the, is the real ending. Um, um, and I'm assuming that's what you would believe. Mm. Ah, sorry, I'm fixing my pant leg. Um, well, yeah. So, I mean, that's the ending folks. That's, that's blind spot. I mean, we didn't talk, we didn't cover a lot. There's a lot to the show. They, that. Oh, it's a roller coaster of a show. I'll, I'll say that as far as I'm concerned. Um,
0: uh, I will give you the answer that the creator gave. I just looked it up because oh. it was the creator of Blind Spot gives an answer. It says, what should we make in the moment where we see what could have happened if Jane hadn't survived? Are we supposed to wonder which one is the real ending, or is it just her playing out the scenario in her head? Jiro. <clears throat> We're not going to comment on that. He's interested. What's interesting about it is that it's kind of a Rorschach test for whether you're an optimist or a pessimist, and whether you want a happy ending or a sad ending. Some people vehemently are like, oh, she just imagined... Another possible scenario, and then went back to the party. And some people are like, "Oh my God, she died!" And this whole dinner doesn't even exist. I think both are valid. The show is this episode to people just to make, just in the making of it. And it was so incredible to watch the 50/50 split happen. And people are like, "What? No, that's crazy. Why would you think that?" And on both sides, which is by design. We wanted it to be satisfying, no matter what, if it makes sense, so that you could choose your perfect ending. But we believe it was really want to dig down and look for what uh, our authorial tent and that uh, if you really want to dig down and look to what our authorial intent was uh, that there are markers throughout the text that clearly state what we think is it is.
1: Okay. So they they left it vague on purpose like you said but yeah. they did have an actual intent
0: of what yeah, they Yeah, but he won't admit what it was.
1: Well, they just said something about markers or something, didn't they? Text markers yeah. or something? Is it in that article that you're reading?
0: Is that where the answer is? No. Mm. It's in the show, apparently. Uh, okay, but... so
1: me thinking that the body bag is the ending
0: makes me a pessimist? I guess so. I mean, <laughs> me thinking the opposite is an optimist. So, yeah.
1: so I guess you're the optimist here.
0: I guess so. Uh, also, the next question was: So are Richard and Patterson really off somewhere in search of the Newtonian device now? And can we please get that as a spinoff? And he said, "Just tell me where and when, and I'll do it. I would absolutely love to drop everything and do a treasure hunting show with Ashley and Ennis. Literally, tell me where, and I'll start. Yes, so, <laughs> I want that. I want that to happen. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> uh,
1: um, all right." With that being said, Rob, how did you enjoy the show on a scale from 1 to 10? Uh,
0: I would say 10. It was really enjoyable.
1: Well, I'm glad I'm glad that I gave you a recommendation that you thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> uh, I, too, I think I'm going to give it a 10. Um, I feel like they ended it... I, I don't know. They. It seems like they ended it a little too soon, but at the same time, it seems like it was the perfect time to end it. Um... So yeah, I have no real gripes about that. Um if you if if there's anything that you could change, what would you change? Other than Roman dying.
0: Uh why is there other that? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> That would have been my answer, you jerk. Um Other than Reed Dying? Will you stop taking away all the dying ones? No, just those two. <laughs> hmm. Uh, the only other thing then would be... What's-her-face dying? Who? In the beginning. <laughs> oh, Mayfair? Mayfair, yeah. Eh, nah, fucker. <laughs> also, also, reading the article, Mayfair was the only one that couldn't get to come back for the finale. They got everybody else yeah. to from the show to come back. But Mafic wasn't available. Yeah. But, uh hmm. I probably I would have liked to see Crab more in the in the thing with Boston, yeah. Rich and yeah, with Rich and uh, Patterson in the the their puzzle solving stuff. Yeah. So the three of them were really good. <clears throat> together.
1: all right well that was blind spot i ain't got nothing left to say wait on that. wait
0: was there anything you would have changed
1: oh let's see probably roman dying other than <laughs> people. Other, other than the things that you took away from me <laughs> um man uh I mean other than deaths in general, because I, I didn't really want Keaton to die either. I kinda liked him as a character. Yeah. Um mm, I think they should have killed Whites sooner.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, before like season like season
1: two or whenever he was introduced. <laughs> 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 Fucking snake in the ground I hated that guy so much. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, That's honestly, he started, off
0: as, he started off as a lawyer, and I hated all the lawyers in this show. But I mean,
1: in all honesty, though, that shows that the writers are good at writing these characters because I'm sure you, I'm sure we were meant to hate this guy for quite a while, and just showing the the how much hatred I did have for that for that guy as a character. Hey, props to the writers, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know. I, I would have liked to see a little bit more of ice cream, I
0: guess. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream was great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, uh, okay. So with that, uh, we need a getting real with wheel. <laughs> getting real with Rob, science corner, whatever the fuck.
0: <laughs> yep, very real. Uh, I made the mistake. So,
1: I am very unprofessional. I made this mistake of starting this episode without getting a drink of water.
0: No boy. Uh, so the I was a question was posed to me that to which I did not know the answer. So I did some research, uh, and I learned things that I did not know. So the question was, what would it take to be able to breathe in space? So space is a vacuum it does not have any gas in which you could breathe. In fact, if you were to hold your lungs in the vacuum of space, it would do severe damage to them. So if you're in space and you somehow think you could make it somewhere that has oxygen, you want to actually push all the air out of your lungs so that they don't get damaged. uh, And then hopefully get somewhere before you have to take another breath. But anyway, (laughs) uh, so then I was like, well, then you would have to need an atmosphere around you and somehow. So I have learned that Earth's atmosphere is actually held in place by gravity. The Earth's gravity holds our atmosphere in place. That's why it doesn't just fly off into space and disappear into the vacuum. Uh, so you would need to generate your own gravitational field around yourself to hold oxygen in place in order for you to breathe. Basically, that is what it would take to be able to breathe in space. Or extend the Earth's atmosphere somehow, which is not a good idea because it's very precariously held in place, actually. It's very, very thin compared to the Earth itself. So let's not mess with it.
1: So when the mean kids in school come up to you and say, your mama's so fat she has her own orbit, be like, yeah, that means she can survive in space.
0: Yeah, pretty much. If you have enough gravity to hold oxygen to yourself, you would be able to breathe in space. That's the only way. Otherwise, there's no gases in space, really. So but even if you there.
1: had enough... Even if you had enough... Uh, g- gravitational pull on yourself to hold oxygen to you... Mm-hmm. First off, it would be a limited supply of oxygen, I'm feeling, in space. Because you yes. don't have anything producing oxygen, then.
0: Yeah. You don't have a short time unless you like created your own like uh, ecosystem with plants to renew... Oxygen is right. without carbon dioxide.
1: Uh, and if you had that type of gravitational pull to be able to have something like that, how would that affect you on Earth?
0: Uh, I mean, you wouldn't be able to. I mean, you, it would both cause lots of problems on Earth for you to have that kind of gravity around you. Like,
1: wouldn't you? Like, wouldn't you have like your mass would have to be so dense that you literally wouldn't be able to walk, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you, your mass would have to be like your mass would be enough to affect Earth itself. That's fucked. Up. <laughs> yeah. So it, you could cause like shifts in our so our rotation and stuff, which w- would not.
1: With this, with this question that was posed to you, so space is a vacuum, so it's void of all gases.
0: Yes. Except for around other things that like there's gases around other things with gravity that have been pulled to them.
1: Right. But because
0: of the gravitational forces, it sucked all the gases out of the space in between. So that's why it's a vacuum.
1: Okay. Now, is there any way, not necessarily a human, but would it be possible to acquire some... No, I don't know how to word this. I guess the only way that you would be able to to survive in space without being, without dying, is if you just no longer needed to breathe. Like, if you were just, if you were somehow gifted the superpower of never needing to breathe again. Like, if you were a vampire, say. Okay, so vampires, Mm. they don't have to breathe.
0: Yeah.
1: You could technically survive in space? Yes. Yes.
0: Depending on how far away from a heat source you got, because then you would just turn into a solid block of ice. But as long as you were warm enough, without then you could survive in space. Yeah.
1: Okay. So just the, it's it's just that pesky breathing thing. All right. Well, that was Science Corner with Rob, uh, and that was our episode on Blind Spot. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if again, if you have not seen Blind Spot, go watch it. Go, it's a great show. Cheer on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um and if you have seen Blind Spot, send a send us comments somewhere. Tell us what you think of the show. What what did you like? What didn't you like? Uh who were your favorite characters, uh, and which characters did you hate the most? Whites. <sighs> Fucking
0: whites. We love Rich and Patterson and Kathy is also there.
1: And Kathy is also there. That was a good episode. Um, Alright, well with that being said, Rob, where can people find you on the internet?
0: You can find me on Twitter at confessor underscore X or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash confessor X.
1: And as always, everybody, you guys can follow me on Twitch. No, on Twitter at JacksForestWalker, all one word. And on Twitch at DMWebby. And on eBay at LookingForDevin. Uh, well, Devin's on eBay at the uh, moment. yes, oh. it's a German. I found you. Well, Devin's on eBay. I can log Tell off eBay me. now. <laughs> you can log off eBay. You found me. I you found, found me. Him. I was chained up the in the basement, but he found me. He, I, he, Devin, he, 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 where he can he people find, find you on the internet? <laughs> uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at dnp underscore pookie, and you can find me on Twitch at Mister D three. Um, hopefully, pretty soon. I got something in the works. Big things happening. Big things. Big brain. Big IQ. Whatever. Big brain. I don't know about that. Don't overpromise.
0: Listen. I like a man with a big
1: thing. My big advice to Devin, underpromise, overdeliver. <laughs> there we go. Rob <laughs> likes big things. Yes. I mean, that could be taken in multitude of ways, and that's, that's the best thing about it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and as always, fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. PG. FBG, FBG, fucking whites. He's making the list. He's right up there with Booster Gold now. (laughs) Not as bad because he kind of redeemed himself, but
0: fucking liars. Rich, I told you you gotta get out of here. No, I'm not leaving. Blah blah blah. blah. our our issue was. What's going on here? Oh look, I found it.